In today's episode, I will talk about three things you must do after a life of abuse. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Last week, I gave you three things a victim of abuse should think about while they are still in their toxic relationship. These three things are valuable for them to evaluate to help give them some direction towards where they want to go and what they want to do once they get out. And that's if it is their choice to get out. It is always good to have a plan before making a move to get out because we need them to be safe when they leave. If you missed that episode, the link will be in the show notes and also on the blog. Today's episode will be about three things a survivor must do after a life of abuse. You know, it is a beautiful thing when you transition from being a victim of abuse to a survivor. I know firsthand how that feels. There is no one controlling you or your things, no one calling you degrading names or threatening you, no one making you feel like less than a human. The flip side of that is the aftershock friends and family members do not realize is crippling you from moving forward sometimes. It is tough moving on after dealing with trauma, no matter the span that you were away from your abuser. And it doesn't even matter if there's a great amount of distance between you and that person after you escape them. Dealing with life after abuse can be very demanding. Demands made by life and others is something a survivor dealt with consistently while living with their abuser. Therefore, I'm listing in this episode three things that must be done as a survivor of abuse. Hopefully, these are things that will also help those of you supporting someone you know as they transition to a healthier lifestyle. The first thing a survivor must do is see a medical physician and a mental health specialist. Experiencing a life of abuse is very traumatic. It is very harmful and life-threatening in some instances. Having to deal with the repercussions of dealing with that is also rough. As a survivor, you never know just how much danger your abuser exposed you to. If they were cheating on you, that's one set of consequences that come with that. If they physically abused you, that's another set and the damage caused by them physically harming you need to be assessed so that you can deal with it before something bad happens or when it does, there is already a plan to deal with it appropriately. For example, during the time I was still with my ex-husband, I experienced being strangled, mostly in my sleep or during the married people shuffle. That's the way I decide to call it just in case there's some children in the listening audience. Being strangled is no joke and can cause so many problems later in life. Even after being away from them a while, it is good to keep a check on it because a lot of times the damage can be so deep and it won't show until later when you start having swallowing issues or having problems breathing. Another thing I would like to mention is that being in a toxic relationship has negative effects on you mentally. 
You were in a relationship with someone you believed loved you, honored you, and respected you, and all that came tumbling down when those things were proven to be lies with their abusive behavior. That alone is troublesome to deal with. Being free comes with a cost, and that cost is taking care of who is important, and that is definitely you, the survivor. A mental health specialist can help you understand where you are mentally and help you move forward. Sometimes you will find out you were stronger than you realize. Now this mental health specialist, for those of you who prefer not to be prescribed any medication, you can opt to see a psychotherapist. A psychotherapist is a mental health specialist that uses talk therapy and there are no drugs involved. Now this is my preferred option. I have never been one to take dealing with prescriptions even as a child, but I digress. I remember my first visit with a psychotherapist after you know, separating from my ex-husband. I found out I had so many coping techniques that helped me deal with life so I can progress as I healed. My therapist told me after three sessions, unless I was in mental meltdown, that I was being put on his as needed list because I was doing well mentally. Now I know this isn't everyone's case, but this was major for me. Sometimes it's that confirmation that lets you know that you are good now and there is nothing or no one that can stop you from winning at life. The second thing a survivor must do is take out pen and paper and make a list of how they want their life to be and how they do not want it to be. Getting away from your abuser is hard enough. Having to deal with life all over again is tough when you don't have a plan for your life. It's hard having something to plan if you do not know what it is you want. Sometimes you don't have time to think about it when you are still in the toxic relationship. And for the most part, you generally don't consider it once you get out. Sometimes people get into a rut and have thoughts of going back to the abuser because for one, the abuser may have been the only one employed in the home or the abuser had full control over all the finances, meaning the survivor is now left with nothing financially to work with. Quite often, this is one of the top reasons victims do not leave their relationship no matter how lethal it is. Trying to start over with no money is hard. This is why I strongly suggest finding out what it is you want out of life, but also what you don't want so you can plan accordingly. This will help you make a decision on your job search, your public assistance if that's what you need, starting a business, whatever you feel is best for you to get yourself going again. The last thing I want to leave with you is to set boundaries. I cannot stress this enough. It is so important to set boundaries being a survivor. Once you found out, find out what it is you want and don't want, it becomes so much easier to set boundaries because you know what, would, what it will take for you to have the life you want with respect to your safety and well-being. It is time for you, the survivor, to be happy. Setting boundaries helps to promote and protect your happiness. 
Boundaries is something that was taken by force while still in the abusive situation. It is time to start life fresh with building that fortress. So as you venture out, making life good for yourself again and for your children, if they are involved as a healed person, and you are able to do that with much peace. Now here is a bonus. Enforce your boundaries. It does absolutely no good to have boundaries and not enforce them. A lot of times as a survivor, you will feel like people treat you the way your ex abuser did when you do not enforce your boundaries. So what if people are upset with your new rules? It's your world. And if you intend on being happy and at peace and successful in it, you must enforce the boundaries you have set in order for that to happen. Remember when I said the second thing that must be done is take out pen and paper and list what is important to you, like what is what it is that you want and don't want in life? Talking about that list to a mental health specialist, back to the first thing that I said that you must do, see a mental health specialist, can definitely be a game changer when it comes to this. They can help you with appropriate plans to move you in the right direction for success mentally. They can also help you identify areas where your boundaries need to be strengthened, which is always a plus. In future episodes, I will go through each one of these individually to explain the value of each in more detail. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let a granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And also on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. <music>